Why is it so dark? I don't know. Nice. Let's see how long it takes. Yeah. For people to shoot it. Me. I'm gonna take another shit. Took 25 dumps today. I'm gonna take 37 later today. I washed my butt in between the poops last night. I had to scrape off the poop from the back of the toilet. Sometimes self-buttholes don't clean. A small toothbrush is what I use to clean my butt. To clean my butt. I use a toothbrush to clean my butt. Spray that sprayed on the inside of the toilet bowl. Oh no, I let it go too long. Is this thing set to private? No, it's uh, well, I don't know. My butt is a national embarrassment. There's a special committee just to deal with the ramifications of my unholy farts. They had to start a bipartisan committee just to deal with my rank bed sheets. Okay, people are coming in. Welcome to Pennsylvania snow tomorrow. We have restrictions put in place. Most most restaurants are closed again. <clears throat> My gym is closed, and that's the biggest bummer because I can't work out. I can't do cardio. I can't sit in the sauna. So what I've been doing lately is just going outside and walking around. I tried to do some push-ups. It's like boring. I'm going to have to get into just some sort of body weight exercise and just like go in the kitchen and put on some music and determine that, yo, it's going to be 45 minutes. You're either running in place, you're doing burpees, you're doing mountain climbers, you're doing squats, and you're just doing this for 45 minutes and it's going to suck ass. Uh, it's going to snow tomorrow. Yeah, it is. This is just going to, this. these next three weeks are just going to be bleh. We were writing earlier today, and I was playing jazz music to try to make this room sound like a cafe. You know, as much as I hate those people having those dumbass conversations in the background of the cafe, it's, it, 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 it's stuff that just works its way into the reviews in one form or another. Yeah. We need to make uh, pauses for Pennsylvania moments. Right. Just weird random sketches, I guess. Ugh, can you give me like five words for the 2001 Nissan Xterra? Yo, man, I had to roll it over to save it. <laughs> I swerved to hit a deer. I, I swerved. A, a deer came out. I, I swear. I swerved to miss a deer. I rolled my Nissan Xterra. Hmm. Gulf City Peterbilt asks if I missed the Falcon yet. No, it's cold outside. <laughs> that heater that barely works in that car. I'm looking forward to the new one, but that's not until next month. What am I going to do for the next two weeks? The, the saving grace is that Blue Mountain Ski Area is still open. So I can go skiing. And since we're going to, like, the Poconos are going to, Poconos, Pennsylvania, are going to get over a foot of snow tomorrow. Or overnight or the next day, you know, it's going to, hey, the base is going to get down and it's going to be great. 
So I really should go out there. And even Blue Mountain now has like a uh, a four hour lift ticket. I think they're limited for the amount of people that they're allowed to have on the mountain. So they're mostly offering like four hour lift tickets, like go in, ski your ass off for four hours and call it a day. It's not like you can linger. The bars closed inside the lodges. So, so, and it's like 18 bucks to ski for four hours. So that's, that's like nineties prices. So, so I'll, I'm definitely going out. You just got to make the commitment. They want you to buy, want you to buy the lift tickets like four, like 48 hours ahead of time, which is no problem. So I just don't know if there's anybody in Eastern Pennsylvania who wants to go skiing with me. Well, no, right now it's not a big problem. Like my problem is I've been skiing since I was like six. So I go out with people and I can, I can ski circles around them and I'm bored to tears. So, I mean, but I've skied every inch of Blue Mountain. So I guess like skiing with people who what what's something you can do really well that when you hang out with people who can't do it it just frust frustrates the hell out of you annoy people <laughs> i mean i that's what i i'm the finest at that or like when you're trying to like write something and like can you teach me how to write and like yeah just start writing well what do i write about uh well i mean i just tell people to read and the more you read the better you'll be at writing and the more inspired you'll be to write because true. now you're like well you know, I can do that. You know, that's how I started writing. Just that feeling like, oh, I can do that. Um, but yeah, uh, real quick, can we just uh, hold for sound just to make it easier on me for later? Yeah. Okay. Holding for sound. And hold for sound was conveniently exactly right before the six minute mark. Oh, very yeah, nice. So you can find it. <laughs> very nice. And welcome to RCR podcast number 87. It's going to snow tomorrow. I'm Nick. I'm Brian. And uh, the podcast is exact, or I mean, what's going on is exactly what the title of the podcast says. It's going to snow a lot tomorrow. Thank, thank goodness that people around here have something to talk about other than the situation. Yeah. Now we can finally have the Pennsylvania, it's going to snow tomorrow conversation with everybody. How much did you hear? How much did you hear? I went out and bought my rock salt. Did I buy milk? You know, I did buy milk because I need to have milk for my coffee. Yeah. But um, I didn't buy any eggs. Mm. Maybe I should. Nah, I'll buy. I'll be the one guy. Everybody's going to be buying stuff because the snow's not supposed to start till like noon tomorrow. Yeah, and I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of like um, eight to twelve inches rather than the originally predicted ten to fifteen mm -hmm. for this nor'easter, which already it's kind of uh, coming early this year. In that. Yeah. In our area, it usually doesn't start until January at the earliest, and then it really starts to get the serious snow in early February. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you get the false spring, mm -hmm. and then you get the last slam. Winter two. Yeah. Yep. Um, Late March, early April. Which it just, you know. And then it's like 50 degrees. It's like 48, 50 degrees for the entire month of April and half the month of May. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just to, rainy and shitty and muddy and dark and damp. And it's like, yeah, the sun is up longer and longer in the day, but it's just endless gray. Yeah. I mean, I was about to sort of go out 
and be ready to be sort of miserable with the overcast and just dreariness to where I opened the front door, um, walked down, you know, went out and suddenly found that it was sunny out Mm -hmm. and it was such a boost to, you know, it's just a shot of endorphins and I, I, kind of wasn't expecting that today and so i didn't realize how much a sunny day actually helps me oh hell yeah um but yeah even if it's cold out doesn't really matter um no as long as you get sun it's good yeah oh that's gonna be nice to ski on a nice sunny day be out there for four hours ski from like noon until it gets dark so i kick ass (laughs) anybody i only half the mountain is open. Barely half the mountain is open right now at Blue Mountain. But uh, you got to put your boots on in the car. Uh, the rental shop is still open, so you can still rent skis if you need to rent skis. But you can't rent clothing. Um, I'm open to the idea of teaching people to ski because that would be that would be a delightful activity for me. Yes. Um, I would gladly teach someone for nothing. Like if you want to. Learn, want to learn how to ski and you want to meet me up little mountain i'll take you on the bunny hill and i'll get you skiing um the only thing i ask is for fuck's sake don't wear jeans <laughs> don't wear jeans don't because you're gonna fall like we're gonna be in the ground in the snow jeans get wet then they hold anything cotton is no good even like a cotton hoodie i'd prefer like if you don't have snow pants you should you really should come with snow pants, but if you don't have snow pants, you wear track pants or you you wear sweatpants, which you really shouldn't be wearing, but you wear sweatpants and then like nylon track pants on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was, when I was, a, when, when I taught skiing at Bear Creek, I, I see someone come up to me and I'm de- giving them a lesson and they're wearing fucking jeans. That is God damn it. Yeah. This is going to be a bad, this is going to be a bad day. It's already an uphill battle teaching some people and then you yeah. got to do it while they're wearing inappropriate clothing, I suppose. Yeah. They're got, um, the second they fall, um, first of all, and if people are overdressed, like learning to ski is tough, it is you will sweat because it's just doing squats all day. You're getting up and, and you're doing half squats all day long. And I see, I would see people like, they'd be wearing two, oh, we're going out in the snow. I got to bundle up. So they have two hats on and then they have the stupid rental helmet that then doesn't fit right. Yep. I remember like, I, I forget who it was. I was probably, probably with Jess McAndrew. It was either with Jess McAndrew or I was with Tony Airlines and we were at Blue Mountain. <clears throat> and there was like this boyfriend, girlfriend, and the boyfriend is like, knows how to ski, but doesn't know how to teach it. And the girlfriend's there and he's like, my boots don't fit. Mm. And she's wearing three pairs of like heavy woolen socks. And the thing about ski boots is they're one of the warmest pieces of outdoor, their armor, their shin and boot arm, their shin and foot armor. And they're already insulated. And then you wear these gigantic fat uh, uh, boots, uh, socks inside of them. Of course, they're not going to fit. Seriously, anybody who I'm teaching to skiing, you're showing up with freaking ankle socks. That's it. Yeah. There's two things that belong inside your ski boot. Thin pair of socks, your foot. That's it. And but my feet get cold. Believe me, they won't. Your feet are gonna be working. Yeah. So like how I kind of have a narrow waist, so I can't bring equipment for you. Like I'm 
Well, I used to be a 32. Now I'm a 34. I'm a 34 inch waist. I'm with a 30 inch inseam. And um, so oh, wait, we I, we have the same jean size. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've had the same jean size my whole life, which you would think it would get uncomfortable after a while, but I really don't feel any different. Uh, but yeah. Um, and any other size up, it's just incredibly baggy on me. So mm. I don't really get it. Um, I don't know my week. I'm five. I'm five eleven. Yeah. I'm, so I guess I maybe my legs aren't that long. I'm five eight. Yeah. I don't know. My week was kind of weird in that. Okay. So this earlier this year, I went to a Zoom wedding, and then yesterday I went to a Zoom funeral, which mm. uh, was very surreal um for my uncle on uh, my dad's brother mm -hmm. and um it's strange in that i felt very much like a coward in that i think i, I turned off the webcam going in my direction and the um the microphone mm -hmm. because i was afraid of being asked to say something Mm -hmm. of being a, and I've seen how it's gone with my mom in the sense that she's always been the one who's asked to speak at funerals to give eulogies and I've given them before and it's I mean it's not pleasant in that way that no funeral is pleasant but mm -hmm. um at least in some cases you have you know things on your mind to say but in this case I mean he was always the cool uncle and mm -hmm. I uh, hadn't seen him in about 15 years. And, you know, it's not that, I don't know, people necessarily need to constantly be in contact with each other, but I always felt a certain amount of guilt when um, I don't keep in touch with people and it's hard to remember to keep in touch with everybody. And when he got sick, I almost figured, well, I don't know. I just, I didn't believe, I suppose, that um, his terminal condition would, um, that everything would happen as fast as it did. Mm. And so when we got on the Zoom call, I didn't feel like it was my place to talk about a person who I hadn't seen in 15 years, mm. who was a good man. And I don't have anything bad to say about him, but I speak more to my aunts than I spoke to him. Mm -hmm. And so it's strange in that after a certain point, you feel like if I were to say something, there's no way for me to say something and not make it about me. And I don't want to mm. make it about me, but I also feel like a coward in the sense that I see my father's mother, my grandmother. Now she's buried two of her children both of her boys and wow. um she's weeping and i wonder to what extent like just me on the webcam even without sound on just seeing my face that it might have helped her and i don't know that because mm. i look so much like my dad that i don't know if it would have made it worse for her mm. and but again that feels like justification like a coward's way out because i didn't i don't know i just grief 
it frightens me and it makes me feel awkward, which I know the grief is not pleasant for anyone, but it's also, uh, it's, it's also the, the culmination of all these different feelings that you don't know where to place them. There's no box you can put it all in Mm. and just sort of store it somewhere and have it be the end of things. But I don't know. That was, did you turn the camera back on at some point? No. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I'll have to call somebody later in the week and give my condolences personally. It's just in that moment, I felt like there is no use for me to be on camera right now. Gotcha. And, and it's a weird feeling because normally I wouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, normally I would want to say something, but I don't know. It's it's different but i don't know rest in peace deal you're a good one and hopefully you know one of these days people will get rid of cancer yeah Mm. man if i if i know if i ever get like a terminal illness i'm just gonna go on a freaking drug bender like hallucinogens and stuff like that i'm gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna peek behind the door yeah. I mean, like, you know what? I, I already know what's coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, you get, you get so high, you think you're going to die. Yeah. And like, after that, like, okay, we've, we've been down this road before. Yeah. Well, my big motto has always been like, I don't want to know. I just want to go. Mm. So I'd rather not get the diagnosis, bleh, diagnosis at all. And then just sort of mm. go. But again, it's like something that I don't like thinking about because nobody likes thinking about that sort of thing. But what are you going to do? You know, Mm -hmm. so I rededicated myself to just writing and, um, you know, just doing work because that's something that can sort of ease a lot of things. Like I like my job and find it fun. And so, you know, it's kind of like how I don't have time for video games. Like everyone's talking about cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. and it's like, for one, my base PlayStation four is not going to run this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be chugging like, you know, a frat guy and freaking hams. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and for a second, it's like RCR is my video games. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of what I have the time to do and what I find fun to do. And so um, I'm sure I'll get around to like video games again at some point, but Mm -hmm. it's just weird uh, because a lot of it is, stuff like i feel like an old man i feel outside of like what's in now the only new game that i played this year mic is turned on Hmm. well well yeah now now it's off so okay my mic my mic is on and one with the the black connector that's you that's on okay yeah there's there's a mic off screen that was turned on last time we had three people here yeah we're still running so I don't know. I just feel like an old man who no longer knows what it is, you know, no longer with it, Uh, especially when it comes to modern music. But although I don't know, I guess some of the younger members of my family have sort of kept me informed about what's popular. But there's a lot of artists who like I have no idea who Doja Cat is or who's that. I have no loving idea. And so it's strange, you know, but eh, whatever. I see we have some super chats. Yeah. Some. I'll get to them. Yeah. I, it, it's. What else am I going to do? This is, I, I'm going to go for a walk after this. That's it. I'm going to get out. 
I got these like insulated pants now. I bought three pair of them. They were my Christmas gift to myself because I didn't realize that those hiking pants that I've been wearing for like two years. Yeah. Until someone pointed it out when I was when I was driving the Falcon that you're you can I can see my dick throughout every single one of those tan those like <laughs> khaki pants and I'm like it was sucks because like these are really comfortable pants because they're yeah. like ten percent spandex yeah and I'm like these things stretch they don't bind my legs they're nice and breezy they're often and then I just see myself that. And then there was like a, a one one shot where I was like standing up full right. You legitimately see my dick, like isn't that off to the side, right there. And like the, the, there's and like that was the one where I uh, announced that I was selling the Falcon. Well, when I'm driving it, you can see my freaking bulge because <laughs> it like hikes up right there, and it's like yo, which was kind of, I thought that was kind of funny. And then I did another shot where I'm standing in front of the Falcon. I think when I was doing like here's everything wrong with it, yeah, or something like that. And I'm looking right at it, and it's like, it's like cyberpunk dick, like right there, <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's not, it, and what it, it it wasn't a good shot. It was like you know, creepy bus station guy, too tight pants, man so, spreading and just letting it all hang out. And I have I have four pairs of those things. I went Jay Leno after I bought the first one. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll have three more like this. Yeah, they've they've got cargo pockets and they're not obvious. I got my phone. They were great because oh, they were so great to drive in because you know you put your phone and everything like in the side pockets. That way you're not off kilter when you're driving in your seat because I don't like sitting on my wallet and. So, I don't know. Now I rolled them all up like burritos and put them away. So now I got these other ones made by the same company. Well, I mean, they could be lounging around pants in a sense. Like anything that I I won't wear outside, I hesitate to get rid of. Um, But I'll find another, I'll repurpose them somehow. Now, granted, I, at least I would think it's kind of a first world problem to have mm-hmm. that like you have a healthy enough bulge for mm-hmm. it to be noticed um, because I don't think I have that problem mm-hmm. or I don't think I would. But mm-hmm. still, it's it sucks that you finally find the perfect pair of pants and go yeah. all dug funny and fill your closet with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, all of a sudden it's no – you're just like, oh, man. It's like when we took that picture in front of the um, – what was that? Rolls Royce – that we did in England and uh, we posed in front of it, but like, and you had this really nice shirt on, but you can see your nipples through it. And so you had to edit edit it out. I remember that. And I'm like, well, I think I was wearing, I forget what I was wearing. Was I wearing, uh, was that, was it gray or something like that? Or was it It me wearing like a polo shirt? It was like a salmon polo shirt. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's another case of like, this is a really comfortable shirt, but it just clings to you. So the only way to wear this comfortable shirt is to layer layer something underneath of it. Yeah. I mean, I've had that problem before. It's mm. it's not the big deal that people make it out to be, especially because, you know, we're guys. It's like who right. cares about our nips? Um, but still, it's eh. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, it's like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard from the uh, new Falcon owner since we dropped it off? Yeah, he sent he me he sent me a bunch of texts like because the Falcon is really four different cars. So yeah, he sent me a bunch of texts like, "Hey, like what do I do?" The hardest the first hardest thing was putting gas in it because gas 
this was made when gas nozzles were a different shape and also mm. flexible. So you got to put the gas pump, you got to put the nozzle in sideways. You can only pull it like a half click. Mm. Otherwise, because gas comes out of a gas, gas uh, nozzle, it comes out like a fire hose. Yeah. Um, it just junk right in there. Modern gas filler necks have breathers in them. Um, uh, to allow air out as your as liquid is going in and the pressure changes that didn't happen in the 60s mm. there were long thin tubes that went down into the tank and because they didn't fill the um the gas tank filler neck um they didn't build up pressure yeah so you know if you if you try to fill a, a jug of a jug of water yeah by just putting it up to the spigot and putting a spigot on a full blast yeah it works until it gets to the top and then it shoots right back out even though it's not full yet huh. that's the positive air pressure building up inside of this that doubles down because the filler neck of the falcon 90s to the right immediately after the uh, filler cap so um if you go full blast if you go half blast in there that fuel immediately hits that 90 turn and splashes right back out so you got to dribble it in so and you have to find the right angle because not all filler necks are the same it's best if you find a gas pump that has no backsplash on the filler yeah. nozzle and that none of that accordion thing either yeah just the bare tube that way you can you can thin dick it right in <laughs> and then half squeeze and then make sure it doesn't start dribbling back out so uh the new owner jack said the uh he had that trouble like once or twice and i'm like don't worry that's the that's the first thing but he sent me a text like uh da, 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 da. Uh, hey, if you don't mind, if I occasionally text you with questions about the car, I said, yeah, there's no problem. He said, uh, the other day I noticed a small puddle under the car and I couldn't tell what it was, but I think it was coolant for other reasons. Does it have a little catch can or something for the coolant? Does it dump on the ground? Also, you said the seats are all one piece. We have to cut a hole in them to put seatbelts in. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I asked him, what was the color of puddle? Did it feel like, did you touch it? And Jack said, yeah, it was clear and under the engine, roughly at the front of the uh, oil pan. And he said, it wasn't viscous at all. And I said, that's water. Yeah. And my answer was, that engine blocks about 185 degrees and it's cold outside. Plus, there's no splash guards. That engine bay is like a sauna. And if you park the car, and if you park the car it gets cold, so all the water vapor condenses on the nearest surface and drips down. Every single puddle and every single puddle you drive through splashes water sideways on the front tire, from the front tires and onto the oil pan. And I said, oh, yeah, one important thing. The oil pan has two drain plugs, one in front of the cross member and one behind it. To fully drain the oil, you have to remove both, both of them. The oil dipstick is on the right-hand side of the engine, and it's way down there. It's machined aluminum. It's a machined aluminum locking handle made by Lockar. Uh, the oil dipstick handle snaps into a locking ring at the top of the dipstick tube. Push the ring down with one hand and pull the dipstick handle up with the other. Your fingers will be very close to the cylinder heads and exhaust headers, so it's best to do this when the engine is cold. The transmission fluid dipstick is on the upper left-hand side of the engine at 11 o'clock position. You shouldn't have to touch it for any reason. But if you want to check the transmission fluid level, you do it while the engine is running. So it's probably going to be more of that. Just 
Yeah. Because like there's a 1960 shop manual for Falcon, but it's point it's pointless at this point. Yeah. Because everything about the Falcon is different. Um, so he already owned like a classic car before. I forget what. So he knows what he's in for. Um, that's that was, a good thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll, when we have another meet, he said he'd drive up because he's like just down in like greater Philadelphia area. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you went down. So yeah. And it, it's nice to kind of have someone who is the sort of right person or a good person win the auction in the sense mm -hmm. that, you know, a car auction isn't yeah. normally about getting the place to the best or getting the car to the best home mm -hmm. like or the best home it's about getting it to the home of whoever can afford it best and yeah. so you know it's nice when those two things sort of overlap mm -hmm. um yeah let's get to the super chats i'm doing this for almost half an hour oh wow that was quick oh it was quick no 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 that getting to a half hour already yeah yeah, sun's going down. It's gray. My dick is an embarrassment to the neighborhood. <laughs> they got a committee to get me off the block because I say my rhymes loud and I say them nonstop. Will Down says it has not snowed yet in North Bend, Washington area yet. 20 miles east on I-90 over the something name pass has gotten 10 inches of new snow in the past two days. Great. WA is Washington, right? Seattle, Wa? Yeah. 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 Man, I wanted to sneeze. I wanted to ski at Mount Hood. That's up there. There's Mount Hood, Oregon. You, you get like a like this bucket list of places you want to ski yeah and uh they're probably all going to be those types of places where you know everybody is super into skiing because sure you could ski here but like how many of the people who go are actually into skiing that's a weird yeah that's going to be a weird thing about this season because half of the people who i ski at ski areas ski one or two runs and then just go to their lodge and drink yeah or they, or they go there to just eat that expensive food yeah you go there to say you went there ski, yeah <laughs> yeah there's so many buses of people who go to ski areas just to hang out which is probably great for the ski area because that's where their margins is yeah on on food and stuff yeah it's like a movie theater <laughs> yeah frank uh no i skipped a bunch uh shea poof says how are the how's the wake and bake going and i haven't done it in like two weeks have you got high throughout the day or set a time official rcr stoner here nah i gotta be in the right mood i mean uh if i have nothing else going on like it was kind of neat knowing that i'd be able to go to the gym like later in the day but I'm glad that it's there. So, have you ever thought of like home gym type stuff? Yeah, I mean, maybe not like the thing that you mount to the wall. The you know, the, that I'd bar. like something like that because pull ups are great. But, yeah. Uh, I, I I asked Greg International if he had any weights, and he texted me back, and he said, "Do I look like a guy who lifts lifts weights?" <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, you can kind of 
I'm sure you could fit like a cycle or an elliptical in here if you can find like a cheapo on Facebook Marketplace. You know, that wouldn't be a bad idea. But, you know, in two weeks, it's going to be over. We'll be able to go back to the gym in two weeks. Huh. It's just. Uh, it's just the accumulation of of weariness that goes with not having that's a place a, yeah, to go. Yeah, that is good how I feel, weariness. Yeah. Now, eventually, I'll get to the point where, like right now, to keep myself sane, I just keep working on RCR stuff, and I finally got around to writing that article about going to the auction back in October that Carlisle was asking for, and I'll eventually just give to Jalopnik to just, hey, here, run this. God, I hate typing. I hate typing so much. I hate the act of typing words because I'm a bad speller and then it gets even worse when I put it to text. I mean, I'm the opposite. I'm kind of dislike handwriting things unless I would be at a bar, but I don't drink anymore. So it's a yeah. weird. And plus the bars aren't open. So yeah. it's this strange thing. And uh, I mean, I would think with me not drinking that I would switch over to weed just kind of to help with, you know, anxiety and other things. But mm -hmm. with federal legalization possibly around the corner, I mean, I think I'll probably just wait it out if only because, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where to get weed. Like, how does one acquire weed like, if not through some legal dispensary? I don't know Walk anybody. down the street and just ask people, you got any weed I can buy from you? Like, yeah. literally that. Who has weed? Uh, yeah, it's legal in Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I want to say it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. And I hear, yeah, like this here, Get Ben says legal weed is expensive. And I believe it. Um, <laughs> find a corner boy. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's kind of something where I, I wish I could uh, sort of um, just have the experience more frequently than not at all. Because I've tried it before and it always feels like this warm feeling in my eyes. Like I Yeah, I feel it, that in my eyes too. Yeah, I compare it to like my eyes are two sugar cubes dropped yeah. into like coffee. And it's just, you know. I got a I got it for an eighth. How much for an eighth? 80 bucks. Really? At a legal. I'm assuming that's dispensary prices. Or are you talking like corner prices? We probably shouldn't be talking about drugs. <laughs> but yeah. Medical, you can get medical in PA. That's I mean, true. you would legitimately have medically diagnosed anxiety. Yeah. That's the perfect excuse. I mean, I like speaking of which, I'm going to get a little thing of CBD. Maybe that will make me feel maybe, better. Maybe, yeah. Or like a placebo or something. Frank uh, asks, I like as uh, a question about snowboarding. I'll take that when I get back. Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can. All right. That was about. That guy with the plaid, $5, thank you so much. He writes, here's some money for bread and milk. I'll be in the thick of it from 2 p.m. to 1 a.m. Hashtag photojournalist life. I am so sorry that you have to be out in the thick of it. Um, but also, let's go team bread and milk. Because, you know, it's 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 an absolute good. Unless you're, you have a gluten intolerance and are lactose intolerant. Okay, it's not an absolute good, but let's just roll with the idea that it is. Um, mm, so what, a melt bread? Here's some money for milk and bread. Oh, yeah. 
Malcolm Broad. Frank says, I snowboard and I taught so many people. I, I know it's sort of an investment, but I don't want to teach. I just don't want to teach sometimes. I just want to shred. Yeah, it's it's an all day affair. It's a job when you're teaching someone to ski or snowboard to pick up the like some people pick it up pretty quick. Like Tony Airlines picked it up pretty quick. Um, so first of all is just reprogramming some, like there's two steps to teaching someone to ski. Step one, reprogram their inner ear. If you're lucky, that'll take a day. It'll, it'll take the day and they can kind of get it by the, by the time the day's over. Step two is then, uh, strengthening their legs because those are the shock absorbers and you're going to be doing squats all day. And that takes an entire season of physical conditioning. Yeah. Unless someone's already athletic and knows how to do that. And then in that case, it's just it's just muscle, muscle memory, just memorization. Running the same run again and again and again and again and again. Luckily, Blue Mountain has a uh, two pretty good uh two pretty good learning hills and uh a nice slow, nice slow learning chairlift that I like. And it's often groomed really, really well. So step one, go back to 1995. <laughs> oh, uh, there is a super chat that was missed. That's before Will Downs. Aaron Crutchfield. I believe so. Yeah. Found your new car yet. Will it be a USDM regular car or a JDM regular car? Well, I can answer that by saying uh, that the car itself is on a boat right now. And I believe it left from Osaka, Japan. Ooh. So... Very It'll nice. get to the United States. I think Savannah is where it's docking. And uh, Savannah, Georgia. And at some point this winter, I'm going to have to go down to uh, the greater Atlanta era, area and pick it up. Has anyone who you've encouraged to guess actually arrived at the right answer yeah. of what it is? Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, I mean, people just started naming cars and they started, the hint is that we already reviewed this car. Yeah. So it's already on RCR. This particular car is already there, which narrows it down a lot. Yeah. So, and a lot of people already guessed it. Um, that is going to be my new daily. Um, the, the, uh, the company and shout out to the company, uh, ATL, uh, JDM or Atlanta JDM. Um, I know I told uh, Japanese classics in Virginia. I asked them to find one for me. Now, I didn't give them a deposit or anything. But if they find one and it's nice, I may buy two of these. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> I may have two of them and just, I don't know, sell one or just have two. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be fun if one was automatic and one was uh, manual. Well, I mean, it'd be fun if they were both manual anyway, because I need yeah. to brush up, mm -hmm. I guess. But ultimately, it's too, well, I wouldn't say it's too nice, but it would be nicer than some, considerably nicer than some junker that I could get that would serve the same purpose. Yeah. So you never really know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking for forward the question, Aaron. to it. Yeah, and that's like going to be the news. But uh, it doesn't dock until supposedly, I think, the 6th or something like that. Um, mm. Snowed in North Bend, Melt Bregan Eggs, teaching people snowboard. The same thing, 123, says, I'm an instructor. And for the love of God, people, if you want a lesson, get a good pair of sunglasses. 
and a pair of snow pants. Oh yeah, sunglasses. Because the snow reflects the sun. So it's bright in every single direction. <laughs> you need sunglasses. Hell, you need goggles. That's another thing. I should buy like- I was going to say, wouldn't goggles be the preferred better. mode of- Tinted goggles, yeah. yeah. Um, now, normally when you're just learning to ski, you're not going that fast. You'll go maybe at the most 10 miles an hour. Hmm. Uh, that's That feels very fast. Yeah. Um, that's like faster than your average person can run. So, um, so- Goggles are good. Of course, goggles also, when you're just learning and you're just creeping along, they do fog up. Mm. Um, so sunglasses are generally fine. It also it encourages people not to move too fast. Um, but yeah, I should I should carry like I have some junker pairs of sunglasses and just here put these on. Um yeah, snow pants, pair of snow pants. I should have a criteria. Like if I'm if I'm going to teach you to ski, yeah, you need some, you need. I have an an old ski jacket that you that people can just wear. Normally, people have a good have a decent winter jacket, and fleece is better. Uh, some people even just get down to like fleece because when we're just hiking around on the learning hill. Hmm. That helps. Um, man, I am so worn out. I, I know the feeling. Um, it's just I something. I didn't even exercise. I still got to go out and walk. Walk in the dark. At least it'll feel warm when I come back in. Yeah. I mean, at least this room, yeah. Yeah, parts of this house are cold, aren't they? It was super cold. I took a oh, dump upstairs and. Did I latch the kid? That's another thing. Latch doors in these houses. Make sure they're. Yeah. I mean, I have a space heater in the apartment. Probably not the greatest idea in the world, but it is what it is. And so you end up. Uh, it's heat, but mm, is it really? I. Mm, I almost feel like I get the same amount of heat like making dinner. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's less of a thing, uh, less of an issue, I suppose, yeah, because the kitchen everyone gets really cold. That bathroom is freezing. Yeah. Um, the two well, warm bathrooms freezing. The one, the, upstairs, the one upstairs is toasty nice. warm. Yeah. That's nice. It's, it's weird. Like it's like the insulation in this house isn't consistent. The only thermostat here is here. Yeah. So all it does is really adjust for this room. So, the consistently the consistent warm places are this room, computer room, bathroom. Yeah. I don't mind a cold bedroom, honestly, it helps me sleep. Hmm. I like a cold cold room and heavy blankets to sleep under. Yeah. I slept for 11 hours last night. You know what? Wait, no, yeah, I slept from midnight. No, 10 and a half hours. I slept from midnight to 8 a.m. Yeah. And then I woke up and like, the fuck am I getting up for? <laughs> and I just put on some other music and I, I like looked at my phone for a little bit for like half an hour, put on music and then slept till 1030 yeah. and just got up. All right. Yeah. I feel that's another way that, you know, like if I ever got like a friend of mine out in uh, Erie, uh, my friend Matt, he got the Rona and he said he slept like for almost for an entire day. 
And my first thought was that sounds heavenly. Yeah. Sleep for an entire day. How awesome is that? But then I think about how, you know, they have like two kids and stuff. Yeah. And like, they're already like their whole life is just an elementary school in the house. Yeah. So maybe they're not getting sleep anyway. Whereas like for as much as I complain, the stress level that we enjoy is so far below anybody else. Yeah. Like, like honestly, what did I do? I woke up, I edited a YouTube video and then we talked to Dominic DeLillo for like 40 minutes on the phone. And then I just wrote dick jokes about a truck for a while. Yeah. And then I edited some more video and now I'm just like drinking CBD oil and doing a podcast while drinking beer. Yeah. What a phenomenally terrible day I am having. Yeah. But sometimes like you don't really want to get out of bed and it doesn't have to do with any underlying condition other than maybe psychological things. Like for me, sometimes I'll sleep in because I'm like, what do I really have to do today? Mm -hmm. Like, why would I get up if I don't really have anywhere to be? And if uh, you uh, see so Jocko could... Willings post that he gets up at four 30 every morning and like half of me is like, you run your own business. You don't have to do this. He's like, I'm getting after it. Yeah, <laughs> getting yeah. after what exactly? Yeah, it's like the the the. Of course, he has like a, a home gym and everything, and yeah, it's like the Rock. Of course, he, it's it's a different it's a different human. Yeah, I mean, we are I, not it, equal. Yeah, I mean, if we had all that, maybe we'd get you know we'd get after it as well. I wonder what goes through Jocko Willing's brain, because he is an English major. Like he has a bachelor's in English. So the dude knows how to write. And I wonder if like, like studying like English literature and stuff like that, like he may have the same thought processes as you and I, perhaps like he may have an understanding about, you know, tone and motif and stuff like that. Maybe. Uh, I've jerked off on airplanes. I mean, I didn't come. I just rested my nuts on the little sink of that 747 <laughs> upper deck and upper deck. <laughs> and then I calmed and it went down back in my bladder. Every I time that story <laughs> comes up, I always like do a little, because it feels, or it sounds like it would hurt. Crushing my perineum and it feels uh, <laughs> desperately good. It feels like some athletic woman is humping back. She's humping back. I feel that pelvis bone wrecking my nuts, wrecking my junk. Her name is Sally Ride, the same as the she was the astronaut. I fucked Sally Ride when I was six. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's, it's something where I almost feel like that's an Blowing invitation to a UTI. Blowing my nose in a sock. You think I'm joking? I'm not. <laughs> Hopefully it's not a cum sock. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tremendous. <laughs> Fucking I still haven't listened to any of the new Joey Diaz joint. Like, oh, neither podcast, have I. But I mean, Joey's. I kind of have floor. to be in the mood. Yeah, it's it's almost like um, anything that I'm into these days. Like for the most part, instead of listening to full Come Town episodes, I look up like clips on yeah. YouTube that are just 
like the funniest bits. Yeah. Um, although I did listen to the whole like St. Augustine thing. Oh, that was genius. That was I, I fantastic. Hope Nick does that again. Like I just uh listened to that whole podcast mm -hmm. and then some of the uh, something Roddenberry episode. Um but yeah, good it I don't know, podcast it comes and goes. It's like the true crime conundrum of you know, like if you ever listen to a true crime podcast, it there's almost this sense of guilt that you get of I'm being entertained by the single worst moment in a person's life. <sighs> so it's that sense that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's like my motto. Yeah, bad times in your life are pretty entertaining. It's like the worst parts of your life can make pretty damn good stories. That's true. Yeah. Someone wrote a song about that, I think. I would imagine a lot of people wrote songs about Patrick McFarlane. Thank you for the generous donation. Hello, gentlemen. I recently completed a journalism certificate after your inspiration. Oh, thank oh, you. Congratulations. Does it matter what the stories are about when you submit them as writing samples? No. No, they don't. I.e., I haven't written or created articles yet. Well, then create fake ones. Or like, here's a story I submitted to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, really, they're, they're looking to see if you can follow the general rules of grammar. Yeah. Or just post, uh, like, you're talking to us, you know, a thing or two about cars. Just write a bunch of stuff and submit it to Jalopnik. Yeah. Fuck it. The worst thing you can say is no. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, the, there's a lot of places that will... I don't know, even if you just like freelance a little bit, you know, it's something where you're at least you're getting the experience of saying like, oh, oh well, this is places. These are places where my writing has been listed. You know, uh -huh. it's like I've had writing here, here and here. And, you know, everything that you do is more stuff to put on a resume or application or anything, you know. So uh -huh. it's it's a total it's it's a way to move your whole ambitions forward so yeah. yeah it's matto from australian dollars how do you brew your coffee when i brew it at home i use a make it harder dick coffee <laughs> <laughs> I, I use an espresso machine um so i just take like dunkin donuts coffee and just grind it really fine and then just shove it in that basket yeah cramp it down and clamp it down and out comes the jitter machine and then i go and make an internet video oh and then i bounce around and like i feel like i got something to do and then i crank it and then you come over <laughs> i interrupt the cranking to be fair you uh oh who was no you didn't interrupt it this time no but yeah yeah you want to live in the old apartment because you can hear someone coming up those stairs from the street. When yeah. I live in a third floor apart in the old place. Now, like I had to arrange spung shui. Yeah. So, but I got to close these blinds here. So, so I don't know if someone's coming to the door. The good thing is, you got you got to walk around that hall, that wall right there. Yeah. So as long as everything's closed, you get like, you can pretend you're not home. Yeah. That's the good thing. Like, um, well, I remember the one time you and Eric, Pedersen uh interrupted me in the middle of my because we were at that one hotel in Chicago and um I was and it had been like longer than I Chicago. Remember. 
or that area, the general area. When was Eric there? Patterson in Chicago with us? When we were doing the the um, wait, no, it wouldn't have been Chicago. It would have been. Uh, it was a it was a really nice hotel, and then it had that oh, one couch that was a fold out. Yeah, we were at an embassy in the Bay Area. There we go. All right, I don't know why I thought Chicago. It's somewhere like Greater San San Francisco. Yeah, but. No, it's like I it was like the first time in longer than I could remember and I'm like ready to go and have it be like an endurance session just to really get the most out of it. And then I get a phone call and it's like uh you say like oh stop beating off or whatever. I'm just like how do they know? cameras no but it was funny and it was probably like i think a joke, eric like, and i were like probably down at the hotel bar yeah and i was probably drinking and i just called you it's like i know exactly what he's doing over there. yeah 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 and Quit. i'm just like i i'm just like oh man that's kind of a, but i'm like next time i'll just do it in the bathroom so if someone walks in because i wasn't like in the bathroom i was just like in the freaking like common room yeah uh, thing um yeah. Brandon Bauer, thank you for the donation, says in 2017, area Pennsylvania got 65 inches of snow in two days. I lost my Mini Cooper in the snow. I always wanted to learn how to ski. Would buy you beer as payment and will take your wardrobe recommendations to heart. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a fuck ton of a drive, man. From Erie, Pennsylvania, because if you're in Erie, uh, you uh, uh you're like seven hours or something from me or something like that because there's no i-80 is way far south of you and you're gonna work your way to i-80 it's like going to erie is you hit i'm gonna sound like biden there you go you go when you go to erie <laughs> you first you gotta go up to state college and see the Nittany lions then you're halfway <laughs> then, you, then you keep going up there and you pass uh, the old barn i i impregnated a horse there that, that was how you paid for the turnpike before about got the coins <laughs> but then they accepted they accepted both they say you either you either put a coin in the basket or, or horse jizz. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that was how you get to, to the Allegheny Highway. Uh, maybe you don't remember that. You, you could either take the train and the horse would come up to the side and you, you shove coins in its cock. And, you know, they had to bring another one because everybody already had one. They did. If men would have coin purses back then. You you would have that, and uh, uh, brill brill cream is that they they would be on the billboards that you would see along, and there would, there would be a dick of a horse. <laughs> it's, like, it's like all the Mr. Burns old manisms. <laughs> Get a slice of kidney pie. <laughs> oh, Biden is going to be great. <laughs> I always say, like, a person can't be president unless there's someone who can be imitated for comedic purposes. I know, I know. Some like I, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing Biden. I'm doing uh, 
Nick Mullen doing Biden, but it, but it works because Nick Mullen has the best Biden. <laughs> um, there was someone in the regular chat who asked if we've done any technical writing because they're an English student. And my answer is that like, yes. And I hated it so much if that's when I sw switched over to English as yeah. my major. Because I was in a professional writing course and that involves some – or a professional writing track. And that involves some technical writing. I did not enjoy it. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And so I switched over to English so I could, mm -hmm. you know, fucking read Steinbeck and write about, you know, jerking off. I don't know. It is it is what it is. Man, I say that way too much. <laughs> Uncle Pull Tab 2, Pushrod Boogaboo. Hey, guys. Hope you're staying warm. Uh, the fist has been a great car for me. The what? The fist. Is this the guy who, who still has the, when I pay it off in a few years, I should go, oh, the fist? Oh, he has a Fiesta ST. Okay. When I pay it off, you, you financed a Fiesta ST? When in Rome. What is wrong with you? <laughs> thank you. Thank you for giving money to RCR. But you financed a Fiesta ST? Eh. It's got a bank loan or something. Should, um, should I go for a Honda Accord 6MT or something else? Yeah, but you should buy it. Don't finance a car for fuck's sake. And if you can't afford to buy something outright, buy buy like a manual. A, you can get a six-speed Toyota Camry. That'll get you close to 40 miles per gallon. And it'll be fun because it's like, King Toyota, Jarl Toyota. Because <laughs> you're like you're like uh, urban voices. I, I can't do that. Jarl Toyota at Jarl Toyota. Jarl Toyota. You you gotta like do yeah. that voice. I can't it's do like, that. We yeah. are here. Oh wait, no. We're here to accept your. <laughs> we are here to accept your guy. You love the little finance, financing, love the girl, come to the girl, Toyota. I will bow to y'all and you and y'all. We, uh, we are, more, we make more money than Dragonborn's Chevrolet. <laughs> it's just that. Jonathan Cannon doesn't have a question. Uh, thank you for your donation. Uh, Jason Manderville says you guys should read Travels with Charity or Travels with Charlie. Never heard of it. Huh. I'm open. Right now I'm reading Boys on the Bus by Tim Krause, um, was, who was one of the other guys on the uh, uh, 72 campaign. Huh. Um, and he morally, like right now he's still just talking about every single other uh, reporter for like different times and their weird peculiarities. Uh, and it's a very factual book on it. And it's weird, like reading this 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 book about reporting about how people would get in trouble for 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 getting their facts wrong. Huh. It's like, wow, that's a different time. Yeah. Um, Tell me about it. Baconator, Baconator sixty nine with triple six. I hit a deer in my two thousand one Dodge Neon. That's the greatest thing you could ever do with that car. <laughs> I wrecked a first gen, a second gen Neon doing the exact same thing. Would a Kia Soul be a good replacement? Yeah, you know what? Kia Souls are fine. Uh, our our Lord uh, Matt Happel 
uses a Kia and a little like baby trailer attached to the Kia to haul LS engines and four L80 transmissions. He likes the Kia. I think he was doing some like weird, he's been screwing with that car as well. So honestly, the Kia Soul isn't bad. And that's one car we have yet to review. And I don't know, people have offered it. And I ought to try to get one of those. That's a, that's a good winter car. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Patrick McFarland again says, sorry for your loss, Roman. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Samuel Adams, winner, logger. Uh, Rye, Rye Boner, Rye Bonner, Rye Boner, right, right. Uh, I don't want to start <laughs> doing Biden again. Everybody used to get, well, nowadays girls get boners and uh, that's, that's really helping the, the bathroom. You, you can, you can put urinals in, in, in the girl's bathroom and uh, th that'll be good. Uh, th that's how I'm creating jobs. <laughs> the bathroom economy. We're, we're going to have urinals everywhere. And uh, uh, bo boys and girls can, 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 well, in my day, <laughs> you had a, your pee in a taster's choice. Taster's choice can. And that, that's, that, you know, that's how we elect the class president. <laughs> you just see who can pee the most. In the taste of choice can, and whoever got the most the most pee in it, uh, you know, then then you got to hand out the hall passes. When when I was a kid in in Delaware, the, the well the shapes the the the, the state shaped like a dick. So you know, we we used to say, Delaware, where's your dick? <laughs> And, and, you know, girls would say right here, <laughs> let me pee in the taste of choice can. And, and I, th I, th I think we'll return to those days now. It's just, it, it, and in a very uh, sort of, uh, Nick Mullen kind of way. It just like continues <laughs> yeah. to, fu to figure out like where's the next pivot for the bit to go. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Rye, Rye Boner uh, says, I'm thinking of treating myself to a Jeep, Jeep Gladiator. And I can't get, I, I can't. Uh. It's, it's such a good character to get into. I'm drinking. a. I'm, I'm thinking and drinking. A, a, about a jeep gladiator what what do you think about updating what do you think about updating to the diesel for an extra 6k i don't think you should get a jeep product at all why not uh Doesn't fiat work. chrysler is just circling the toilet mm. you're, you're buying a piece of shit i wouldn't buy any any jeep product at all not 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 even the wranglers i mean i've been around i've rode them i've driven them like some friends had them it's like they feel like they're broken and even justin kramer from the channel uh fuel injection sucks like he had a few of them coming to the shop and his thing was he, he's he, like a, a guy comes in for an oil change or, or something with a jeep yeah. and justin kramer just takes it once around the block and it's like this feels like something's wrong with it and he looks at and looks at it and goes oh no you know everything's right they just drive like crap and they're, they're they are built so much to a budget and they are so fucking overpriced because I say Jeep on it. Yeah. And what, what, do you, 
do you really need a pickup? Because the Gladiators are terrible pickups. They're a short bed pickup. Um, you should really buy like an old, like if you need a pickup, well, I don't need a big bed and I want to go off road and I want to do all that sort of stuff. Buy a fucking Tacoma. Toyota Tacoma. It's going to be better made. It's going to drive better. It's going to get better gas mileage. It's going to be tougher. And it's going to resell for fantastic. I mean, you, you can buy a Tacoma for $6,000. For the cost of you upgrading to a diesel engine in a fucking Jeep Gladiator, you can buy an entire truck that's going to last longer. Yeah. Uh, people in the chat are talking about how even Hoovy hated his and the person he gave it to for free <laughs> was less than enthused. Yeah. Um, this person says, they just sold my 2011 Grand Cherokee for a Tacoma. Yeah. So there you go. You know, there you go. Yeah. Or a Forerunner. Or a Forerunner. Like, if, well, this guy, if he's buying a Gladiator, he wants like a little truck. But. I mean, it feels like almost, it almost feels bad to constantly be rep recommending non-domestic products yeah to to people but you know it's like when america steps its game up you know i mean i'll recommend a corvette all day every day yeah but I mean, yeah in terms of the specificity of what people yeah. are looking for it's like well you know it's like for the purposes of of well i need a new daily like that type of thing corolla yeah it's <laughs> like what are you gonna do uh <sighs> July Colon says, tell the story of your dad's farted up chair. He said, darted up chair. It's a good story. From Came home one day and dad said, well, your mother tells me we got to burn my chair. <laughs> she can't stand the smell anymore. Burn the chair. So we took his chair that he just farted into for most of my youth after the burn pile. Yeah. Burned it. Burned really fast. That's a story from now. I, pu I poured gasoline on it to get it started. but Well, yeah, but still, it's like, you know. Well, so did your dad. Yeah. Um, but the that story is from one of my favorite uh, reviews, the uh, the rental Malibu, uh, Matt yeah. Walsh's rental Malibu. And it's like, you know, they just farted up the chair so bad yeah. that he had to burn it. Yep. There's no use for it now. Uh, Dimster on Pro says, worst car for a foot of snow that you've ever owned? Hmm. Uh, pick up tr a two-wheel drive pickup truck with nothing in the bed. That's pretty terrible. Those things can get stuck on wet grass. Um, but didn't you say like stuff that you owned? Yeah, all my cars have either been, well, with the exception of the Falcon, everything. Well, the Falcon was pretty terrible in the snow. I drove it once or twice. It's terrible. That was when I had 373 rear gearing in it. That was really bad. All it did was spin. Um, uh, the Echo? The Echo was great in the snow as long as, as it had good tires. Mm. I mean, it got stuck a few times, but, you know, I just had a little shovel with me and I just shovel it right back out again. It it, I, it never got permanently stuck that I had to pull it out. Um, there was this tire. I mentioned it before. Dunlop made it. It was a really, really good all-season tire. And I had them on that and it was fantastic. And then they stopped making it in that tire size or that style of tire was done. So now I run, what am I running on the Subaru? I think I'm running hand cooks or something like that. Mm. It was just, you know, I go to Nush is my guy for tire recommendations at a Moore's car care. So, um, I just go to him 
uh, for stuff. Uh, yeah, like uh, two wheel drive, uh, like rear wheel drive stuff is pretty bad uh, in the snow. I Truck's can worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, usually, like I know tomorrow, like I'm going to have to stay put all day because I'm I'll shovel my car out, but I'm not going to take it anywhere, yeah. you know. Um, and for the most part, I don't if I had to sort of. Um, I don't know, like pick somebody up. It's like, well, I don't know. Uh, use uh, Lyft and hope that you get options of a more of like a four wheel drive car. Actually, my mom's car is pretty great in the snow. That Ford Explorer, mm -hmm. um, she just puts it on the snow setting or whatever, yeah. and she's good to go. But still, um, I have all seasons, and it, it's the it feels negligible the difference. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Chris Stockslager says, uh, I guess I need to rewatch the Falcon posting video. Eggplant, smiley face, winky face. Yep. Yep. Number one comment. I have a headache. I put all sorts of things in my body today. Caffeine, alcohol, CBD. CBD just doesn't really do anything. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Uh, should, should, I, should I get painkillers now? Oh, God, no. Not after booze and okay. No, but I just got to ride it out. Yeah, it shouldn't and have painkillers at all. <laughs> Those things are. Parlux Ground says RCR sold me on the Buick Park Avenue meme. White leather seats, super comfy. It's been a good daily, even in this weather. Thank you, Mister Regular. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh yeah, Park Avenue was great. Front wheel drive too. Here on the Okay. Nathan Rutherford. No question, but thank you for $4.99. Put to good use. Tristan Green says, uh, happy holidays, cash for uh, compression shorts. Hey, yeah, that's that's an answer to the dick pants. I just wear compression shorts when I'm out and about. Yeah, why not? At the very least, it'll reshape my junk into an orb. <laughs> and that'll be good. I gotta refresh this page. I also have to yarnate. At Yarl Toyota, you can yarlnate. Poop in my brown, and I take my pants off and on and off to make sure, to make sure to get her and drive a furred. Fossil says, uh, I wonder if it's the same fossil I know from like back in the day. Uh, uh, hey, first time actually catching a podcast live with the snow coming tomorrow. Regular snow plow reviews when that'd be cool. Get a pen yeah, truck. Would be. Yeah. It would never give us one in a million years. <laughs> hey, can we drive this like industrial diesel chassis? <laughs> this dual axle massive thing pen dot truck i'd have to like know someone at pen dot and we'd have to like do it in the summertime or something like that when those trucks really aren't used for anything that'd yeah. be cool though hmm. i'll bet they wouldn't just let me talk about dicks the whole time though and good question though andrew palmer i'm gonna come back to andrew palmer i gotta pee all right uh well i'll get into
Um, some regular chats. Carputing. Thoughts on 3,800 supercharged swapped Fieros? I didn't even know you can do it. Well, I mean, I guess anything is possible, but that sounds profoundly dangerous. Like, it, it's just an invitation to uh, disaster. Let's see. Quixum Mephidida. Oh, man, what if PA named it snow plows like Scotland? Um, we'd get a bunch of, like, ugh, I don't know. I, I would really hope that it wouldn't be a bunch of racist names. Uh, but I feel like my my state is kind of a place of, of shit stirring, whether intentional or otherwise. It's just kind of like... You know, people go out on the streets when the Eagles win the Super Bowl. They go out and tear shit up, and then they do it when they don't win. It's it's like, <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm extrapolating, and that's not really a fair thing to do, but, eh, you know, we're here. We're alive. Uh, Roman, thoughts on West Virginia, thinking about moving there. Um, haven't really been, um, but except driving through. I mean, if it's anything like regular Virginia, um, I have no problems with it. I have good, dear friends in Virginia who I visit every year. Obviously, I haven't visited them any time like lately this year because of the whole situation. But um, yeah, you know, um, hootie who, any more collabs with automotive YouTubers coming up? Uh, not at the moment. That whole Christmas video project, I didn't think that I would get as many yeses as I did. I just asked like, hey, would you want to like do a quick cameo? And I thought like, let me send it out to as many as possible so that if I only get like 30% of them who respond, I still have something to work with. And then like 90% of them responded. And um, the only ones who didn't, I think it was because it was mostly too late or because it wasn't their like personal email. Maybe it got lost and I don't know. It's just like, or maybe they just don't know who I am, which is fine. Um, but yeah, it was a very surprising thing to get as many yeses as I did. And I was, in, and still am incredibly thankful to everyone who participated in the music video and incredibly thankful to everyone who's watched everyone who's downloaded a copy of the single essential elves, which is on Bandcamp. Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, basically anywhere you can stream music or download it, um, check it out because 100% of the proceeds are going to go to the local food bank in my town, which I donated to last year because um, times get hard and um, I don't know, times are even harder now and I would think that food banks are of paramount importance at a time when a lot of people aren't able to afford putting food on the table. So, and in a low income area, like where I live, I think it's even more important. And I mean, I know that there are any number of charities that I could give to that are doing, um, arguably more important work. Uh, but I feel like it's being put to the most immediate use here. I guess. Um, I've done research and I sort of feel confident that the money that I would donate would actually go there and not to, I don't know, promotion uh, or 
other things. And so I would love to be able to keep that uh, food bank stocked um, with money for my music because realistically, like I didn't get into this to be a musician or anything. Like it's kind of something that I fell ass backwards into and I enjoy doing it, but it's not like it's something that I would try to be, have it be my whole thing. Um, but this song means a lot to me just because it's sort of a song that's a bit about the situation that the world is in now. And hopefully people enjoy it as a song on its own. Um, because in the actual single, none of the YouTuber cameos are in that. It's just the song, but, um, yeah, uh, all the proceeds to charity and, uh, food banks, well, just the food banks, you know, um, which is charity. So yeah, I, I, I hope that people enjoy the song and that everyone's having a, as happy a holiday as possible. And thank you for allowing me to sort of, uh, do things that I didn't think I'd get the chance to. So thank you. What's up? My piece smelled like brake fluid. Hmm. It was different. Now I'm going to have tea. I still have a headache. Don't we all? My piss is a headache. I got a super chance. Uh, <clears throat> Did we talk about Andrew Palmer and his snowblower? Uh, no. Okay, we'll talk about Andrew Palmer and his snowblower. Supposedly, the amount of snow is entirely dependent on if my parents' neighbor gets the snowblower ready. Oh, yeah. Nobody bought snowblowers, so we're going to have snow. Stay cozy. And tomorrow, tomorrow would be maybe. Well, I got stuff to edit tomorrow. Maybe I don't have any like cookies or anything like that because I was eating cookies. I bought like a sleeve of discounted cookies because <laughs> they were old. Yeah, and I bought them from the overbake rack at the grocery. Yeah, or a dollar off. I got a whole bunch of cookies for like two ninety nine, mm. and they were the kind of cookies that had M and M's in them. Mm. Damn. It was like, yeah. So no matter what, they're good. And I just dipped them in coffee with which reanimated them. Yeah. I'm like, hot damn, it was awesome. And then I ate them all and I felt like getting more. And like that's how I gained weight during the first lockdown. So I can't like constantly have sweets available. True, but gaining weight in second lockdown gives you something to do once you're out of second yeah. lockdown, which is like this weight is going away. Yeah. But yeah. But I thought about maybe tomorrow would be a good day to like have a little smoke after I'm done editing. But I like it best when there's like fun food to go with the ganja because that's half the fun is you know having a good snack. Yeah, but that's a side effect. You just eat more stuff. So my hat here is out of control. Uh, so 
Back on you go. What would TNG characters drive? Well, they don't. They have transporters at all. Uh, the only person was Tom Paris from Voyager, and he like he liked his old cars, and that was it. There's like no actual vehicles in Next Gen. The movies there were, but I don't know. What type of cars would next generation drive? Oh, I don't have the first idea. No. Maybe uh, uh well, they don't live in like what kind of what kind of horses would we ride or what type of what would my favorite steam engine be? It's like I don't know. We don't live in that era anymore. Yeah. What's my favorite sailing vessel? <laughs> the hell? Whatever doesn't sink. There's like two or three people who keep saying you should do trains, and I know somebody you can do a train. RCR will never do a train. Of course, I say that, and that'll happen. But I mean, God, how would you even film it though? It's you logistics of the, the filming a train is harder than filming an aircraft. Yeah, it's like it's not like if you don't get the shots you need, you can just be like, oh, I'll turn back around, circle back around. You can't it's, do that. You can't do that. Well, you, you can just go and talk about it. God, train people are boring. <laughs> You can't even, can you own a train and go where and do what? <laughs> go somewhere really slowly. It's trains. Yeah. Do you hate trains? No, they're great for freight. And they're great for like fun rides. I mean, I went to, I look at them like horses. It's this really needy thing that makes a mess. <laughs> is loud it's gonna have moods yeah and there are there are certain laws about what you can and can't do mm. i mean that's it's like driving a, a train is like driving a train is like driving microsoft excel yeah. all it is is scheduling and calling ahead and if that's what you like great it's like i wonder if there's competitive like minesweeper things i mean i'm sure there's competitive everything you know competitive ranked everything i took the kids to the strasburg once uh on the railroad mm -hmm. for thomas the tank engine and mm -hmm. it was kind of surreal seeing like an actual large thomas and percy and all them but again it's still just a train yeah it's, it's like you're just sitting in a thing um yeah you can go we can go ride real trains all we have to go down is to go down to philly and ride septa yeah. You see people getting horny about SEPTA, the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transit Authority. <laughs> Every train is nasty. <laughs> America needs trains. Oh, we got them. <laughs> yeah, we, we got it. Pennsylvania has a pretty good rail network. Yeah. But uh, good doesn't mean, you know. Good doesn't mean luxurious. Anything. Yeah. That's how I picked up Jack when he bought the Falcon, like. Like he had to fly in, he had something he needed to do out in Vegas. Like his family out in Vegas, and like at the time when the auction was won, he was still out in Vegas, so he caught a flight back from Vegas to Philly, and then just got the train from the airport to Thorndale, and I just picked him up at the train station, hmm. and tra the train was pretty much on time. So I'm like, all right, it looked just as crappy as everything else, you know, SEPTA had, but um, I like. It seems neat that you're like, okay, I can get on this thing and it'll take me to the airport, but we live so freaking far. There's no commuter rails out here. Yeah. So 
what are we doing? And then trains themselves are freaking loud on the inside. Yeah. It's like you need noise. They're like almost as loud as an aircraft. And then you get, but you get to stand out in the cold as you wait for it. So. Oh, it's any form of mass transit. That's true. At least some buses have like indoor places you can wait. Maybe some train stations are nice. Maybe. But then there's like, you got to wait around. That's one thing about nice about airports. There's like, I enjoy the security knowing that crazy people will be dealt, will be de dealt with to the quick. <laughs> like you got to maintain your behavior yeah. about airports. And that, no, I like that rule knowing that if you get riled up, there's going to be people with freaking AR-15s yep. ready to straighten your little wagon, fix your little wagon right quick. And there is airport jail. But there's no such thing as bus station jail. It's just mm. the drunk tank. Yep. And like no officer wants to deal with, oh, there's a bus station fight. Oh, great. <laughs> Someone bus managed to scrape jail. together $19. $19? 19 whole dollars? How much was the bus ride from State College to Reading? Uh, 65 round trip. Uh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't great. But, um, and it was longer than it needed to be because we made stops like everywhere, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it was part of the tradition because I don't think I wasn't going to have a car in state college. There's you don't no need point. one. No. The buses take you everywhere. There's nowhere that you can put a car unless you live like way the hell mm -hmm. off campus, like down Martin street towards where the Best Buy is at. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I don't know. I think it's Martin street. I don't even fucking know. Um, so yeah, no, I was just like, why would I bother? Kay Todd says my cinema is closed again. Here's the three weeks off. Yeah. I have, what was the last movie I saw in theaters? I saw Blade Runner. Maybe um, something else. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. That was the last movie I saw in theaters before yeah. everything happened. I took my nephew nice. to see it. My youngest nephew who's obsessed with Sonic. So there's Quaxum Metaphilia. $6.90. Nice. Uh, do you foresee the National Highway Safety, National Highway Transit Safety Administration ever modifying or shortening? 25 year airport rule. I think it's such a minor thing. Um, like no one cares, like no one in any federal state government cares about importing enthusiast cars. Um, yeah, yeah. The only way that would happen is if it would get like earmarked or, you know, attached to some other bill yeah. that, Oh, we're knocking it down to 15 years since they're all safe now. And it's usually going to be someone who owes someone a favor and in that case, yes, but right now, like why? Of course, now we're getting into like 90s cars, like 90s Japanese cars. It's like prime time for like the best cars ever. I know we're going like looking at the 90s with rose colored glasses, but you know, 90s and soon to early 2000s, we're talking prime years for Toyota and Honda and Subaru as well. Subaru, you're getting into the EJ series. I don't know about that, but... um. Because I think with Subaru, we got pretty much the same stuff uh, in the early 2000s. Granted, you know, they had the STI in the 90s, so those things are still kind of neat. But I've I've been around them. I haven't driven them yet, but I'm, I'm assuming they drive like every other Subaru. It's not like Honda and um, Honda and Toyota and Mitsubishi have, or and Nissan, like all the Skylines or something so exotic for us that it seems fun, so... So I would I, I wouldn't worry about it. And the short answer is no. I don't see that changing. Yeah. 
Divisero says also $6.90. Nice. Unpronounceable name. Sorry. Have a Merry, Christ uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you. What on earth is that? Someone dragging their rec uh, recycling was last night. Ah, uh, it's the beating of the hideous heart. I used to like the sound of um, um, we had this dumpster outside the dorm, Lehigh Hall, Kutztown University, and um, it was near my window, but I was up on the third floor, so it was far down below. And sometime at like six o'clock in the morning, the garbage truck would come with its two metal arms, hydraulic arms, and pick the dumpster up and, you know, lift it over the cab and just dump it and put it back down. Yeah. But it was far enough away that it was just like this, thunk, 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 thunk. Mm. And I always liked that sound. The sound yeah. was, you don't have to get up yet. You sort of half woke up, but you didn't open your eyes. Yeah. I'm like, all right, there's still time to sleep. That's what that noise meant. There's still time <laughs> to sleep. Um, it's just a nice reminder. Musical Ninja. Oh, double uh, there's someone named Jake Hercules. You said. Oh yeah, accurate. Uh, Jake Hercules. Oh, there he is. I'm sorry, Jake. Jake says just moved uh, my Honda CRZ to New York City and heard you were looking for one. Yeah, we're still looking for a Honda CRZ. Um, the emails sent is email still preferred. Yep. Always preferred. Or did you get that other submission system set up yet? No, um, um, we're going to do that, but I don't know when, um, we're going to have to have a zoom call you and me and Justin to talk about, um, cause we're going to get a website or like a, some kind of landing, page. some sort of landing page. And we're going to have a big button that says, submit your car here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's honestly going to be it's not going to be a complex form, but it's just going to be all the major things. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. So if you want to submit a card, do it here. Yeah. Um, so so no, it's still regular cards at gmail.com. And I and I have to vet every single one. Um, so. Yeah, do it that way. Um, and just be willing to drive to Pennsylvania, at least not a huge deal come from New York City, though. Um, Exciton Titan. Oh, that was the TNG one. Where were we? So John Woods. Thank you, John. Hope to see an Acura Vigor on the channel. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe next car idea. <laughs> yeah. Could do an Acura Vigor. <sighs> Why did I say that? Well, that's what, well, back in Dover, we, we would call it the, the pee and poop hole. Yeah, you'd have to go out in, in the outhouse and, and pee and poop in, in the hole. In fact, this is just like Nick Mullins' one joke that he wrote about president-elect. So you're on to, to the cold one, but that's okay. You pee faster if your dick's smaller. It's got less to go. It's it's like running a, an eighth mile, sort of a, a quarter mile. You know, back then, gas was a quarter. And you, know, you get the two for one with the blowjobs. Uh, Music Ninja 007 says, how much come down have you listened to? My favorite bit. Well, my favorite bit is St. Augustine. Um, that's recent. 
Yeah. Come Town is like my doing dishes and cooking dinner podcast. I have different podcasts depending on what I'm doing. Uh, working out is usually Jocko Willink uh, or Joe Rogan. Um, if I'm pissed off or in a grumpy mood, then it's Tim Dillon. Uh, if I'm walking around, which I think I got to do after this, I got to go outside. I got to go outside at least and do some sort of physical thing each and every day. So it's probably, I don't know, maybe going to be more Jocko Willink. Um, oh, I think I'm almost out of his podcast. And uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I discovered Come Town earlier this year, and I'm like, this is the greatest podcast I've ever heard because it's everything, you know, you want to do, you can't do. Hourly B again. Hello, Hourly B. Hi, guys. Odd question to you. What is the best video game for someone who has not played any video games? Undertale. Of course, that's like a video game trope on other video games, so it would be lost in a lot of people. Question is... Uh, What's a best, what's a good video what what's a good video game for someone who's never played video games? Nintendo anything. True. Yeah. Uh, start. Yeah, just start there. <laughs> and don't start with the mobile gaming because that's not like like I know you could just be like, ah, well, get them among us or something, or you know, get them Candy Crush. But it's not like this is not gonna engender the same if the goal is to make them want to play games, are you going to try to get your mom a video game <laughs> or get your grandma a video game? If they don't play video games, they don't play video games. Yeah. This is not going to change. And you're it's... not going to, you're not going to get someone to like video games. So you have someone to talk about video games with, you're not going to get someone interested in cars. Who's not interested in cars. So you can have someone to talk about cars with. Yeah. I don't think that's how any of it works. Buy them a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. That's a pretty <laughs> good video game for someone who's never played video games. How can you say you got to have, you got to be a pretty miserable person not to be appreciative for a Dunkin' Donuts gift card? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard. It, it's like Starbucks, except the coffee isn't bad and the line isn't as long. Yeah. So. My dick is my enemy. My dick is a double agent. <laughs> So you said GT or Forza. Yeah, sorry, Hourly B. The best video game for someone who doesn't play video games is a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Good question. Robert Gerst says, does a ski trip get you places? Yeah, it does, but the pandemic's weird. So it's like, okay, I can go to a place, but I get this, I get to most most ski areas, they're gonna have their hotels. If they have hotels on premises, they're gonna be closed. So a ski trip now is like me going to a Hampton Inn like an hour away from the ski area, <clears throat> being in the hotel room all by myself, <clears throat> neat and takeout on my bed, and then going skiing. Uh, we have an, oh, we, oh, okay, this, this guy answered my question. We have an Airbnb five minutes from Holly Valley, New York. We have fun old cars or it could just be a ski-cation, but I would love a ski buddy. None of my friends do. That'd be neat. Going up in New York for like a weekend or something like that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Send me an email, Robert, regardcars at gmail.com. Ski trip. JZX1000. And thank you for your donation. I appreciate it. 
JZX1000 says, it's snowing right now in Oklahoma. Thanks for years of great content. What do you do in a state that doesn't have mountains? Well, I'm sure Oklahoma has mountains, but what do you do when it's, I guess the snow just drifts everywhere because mm. there's no mountains or valleys to like break it up. So I guess, it's, I suppose, of course, I guess if you just have big flat farmland, everybody, everybody just has snowmobiles and just rides those things around. Yeah. Boris T.S. Karloff, Karloff again, familiar face. Doesn't have a question, just says, not a car, just money. I appreciate it, Carl. Boris T.S., thank you. It's almost 6 p.m. Almost. Omar A., I don't, I don't feel like I earned my dinner because I just like ate a bowl of food while I was here, and then I had that Charles Barger while we were eating. Like I wanted to get like a breakfast sandwich to go with my coffee while we were writing a future review here, but the grocery store was like my grocery store is like a hot bar, like next to the rotisserie chicken, and there was no breakfast sandwiches, so I bought a cheeseburger. It was a three dollar cheeseburger. Yes. came in a foil package and it tasted like a like a bending not uh, high school varsity football game concession stand cheeseburger it was and food yep omar a says friend of mine got married can you say congrats on getting married seth good job getting rid of that old bmw too for him love you guys thanks sure Congrats on getting married, Seth. Good job. You got rid of that old BMW, too. For him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Seth. Good job on getting rid of that old Bavarian Motor Works. Seth, your car sucked. Getting rid of it was the best thing for you. Now go have sex with your marital lady. <laughs> Brett Stevens. Thank you for your donation. If you could convert any classic muscle car to electric, what would it be? Angry Boomer intensifies. Um, Chevy Impala convertible. I saw that there's like this adapter kit now that you can get like a Tesla DC motor. Yeah. And it like... I don't know if it hooks to the transmission or if you just get rid of the transmission and it just has a little sh half shaft or something like that. And it goes right to the, right to the driveline and just goes right back to the rear end. It looks like a neat idea, but where are you going to put the uh, battery packs? You'd have to fill the trunk and then probably have more like in the remainder of the engine bay up front. Hmm. And then like, what are you going to do about uh, HVAC? Like you don't have any coolant anymore. So you don't have heat in the car? I don't have the first idea. This is why I'm not an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> of course, what if you have an electric roof? How are you going to run that? Yeah. Uh, hmm. There's like all sorts of weird things. It's you know, just like, oh, just put an electric engine in it. Yeah, okay. Now you got all these accessories. How are you going to do that? Power steering. Those old cars that had power steering, they're all hydraulic. They're run off of the crank, off of a belt. Now you don't have power steering anymore. Yeah. That's the thing about changing stuff. You change one thing, you change a million things. So. Um, like all those accessories would have to be eliminated. So 
But yeah, you, you, you're going to need room because you're going to need a lot of batteries. I'm still going to go with uh, Chevy Impala. Good question, Brett. Ben Sagara says, love the E30 video, but I feel the car should be revisited because of its continued meteoric rise. Well, there are other like E30 adjacent cars, like you like the E34. Yeah. Um, look, BMWs don't really exist around here, so we have to reach a little bit when we get them. We still have to do an M2. We did the M240i, but it's not an M2. We need the real M2 with a manual. Yes. And um, we did the older one. We did the 2002. That was neat. They're just so like, there's like oddly complex stuff about them. And I don't see where the, well, there is a smoothness to them. There's, there's a density and, and security of the way they work, but the amount of specific maintenance that you have to do versus like classic Japanese cars, it doesn't, it, it feels like the lemon isn't, the lemon isn't worth the squeeze. Tierra, Tiny Mary, Tiny Mary, Tina Mary, Tina Marie. You know what they, they, they say about girls named Tiny Tina? They're usually fat. I, thank you for voting for me. What, what, when's the next uh, podcast with Down the Rabbit Hole Fred? I, I I don't know. We got we got to get out of the um, you know, the planes. Uh, you you pilots got to wear masks on the plane. The the plane wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think Fred's down there, and like if you're listening, Fred. Hey, what's up? I think he's just kind of like held up and he told me like his like his battery died in a parking lot somewhere. Like he says, I've been driving the car so little. Um, yeah, he probably drove it like, he said the car started, he drove it to like the store or something like that. Huh. And then it died, like it wouldn't start back up when he left. So he probably didn't drive it enough for the alternator to charge the battery back from the power that was lost from the crank like the initial crank. Yeah. It's like something like if you need to back the battery up, you need to be driving that car for at least like 10 minutes or something like that. Huh. So like all the little hops I've been making with the Subaru around here, like if I just go to the store and back, yeah. the car doesn't even get warm. You like, it doesn't even get warm enough for the heater to work. Yeah. I, I didn't make enough power to, to charge that battery back. So that's the stuff, especially in the cold weather, that's going to drain my battery. So that's probably what happened with him. I don't know. I like Fred says, I, I don't know. He, he doesn't, he doesn't know a lot about cars. Not, he's not really interested in them. And I mean, he says, I like it when you talk about them, which is some is a compliment, but mm. um, he can't get excited about them as I really can't get excited about most modern video games. Um, it's like most modern cars. I mean, they need to marinate a little bit for me and like the social social soup yeah for me to kind of yeah it's like sometimes when i'm when when i feel like hey there's this band you got to listen to them here's their entire album and it's like here hold this heavy bag 
<laughs> like this thing. Now I gotta. It's like what? Eh? So. I think that it would be cool to have a podcast with Fred and just not talk about cars. Well, yeah. Yeah. Not have to talk about them. Uncle Pull Tab 2 again. Hello. Uh, I had to finance the Fiesta ST because I was 21 and I had no credit and I wanted something fun and reliable that would like <laughs> Toyota Corolla manual. Really? I had no, uh, well, hmm, that sounds like bad finance to me. I wish I could just like, well, thank you very much for your donation to RCR. Um, I appreciate it. Um, financing, well, they, sh they cummed in their pants as they saw like, did your mom, but if you had no credit, that means your mom had a co-sign for this sports coupe, sports hatch, sport, sports truck. Uh, Fiesta ST, it's like, I don't want to keep going back to Biden. <laughs> keep going back to that well. You have to like come up with some kind of uh, like list the impressions we think we can feasibly do. Yeah. Which mine are none. Why didn't you just buy a manual Corolla? Buy that for a thousand and be reliable. I just want something. You're 21. You got plenty of time to have a nice new car. I'm going to be 40 next year. Have I ever had a new car? Yeah, I had one. The one my parents bought me for a high school graduation present. It was a neon, <laughs> you know, big financial stretch for them. Uh, you financed the Fiesta ST. I mean, everybody's, oh, excuse me. Everybody's, I guess you had to reward yourself. You were in middle school like five years ago. No. 18. You're 21. Seven years ago? Yeah, seven No, years. middle school. It would have been eight years ago. Yeah. Now, um, presidential term ago, you were in... Uh, but that's how time compresses for my... Uh, I'm, uh, well, maybe if he made the payments, he'll have some nice credit rating. Or there, maybe he won't have a credit rating because if his mom had a cosign for it. I don't know. Maybe but she would get the credit rating. As long as the payments are on time, I, you, you know? It's oh. something where, uh, you know maybe he lives in a state where 21 year olds can get a good job, like a desk job or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking from thinking about this from a provincial mid state PA, like it seems like you wanted a toy and you, from my perspective, it seems like this guy wanted a toy, but didn't have the, didn't have the maturity to wait for it. He needed to have the fun thing now, now, now. True, but that's a lesson that everybody has to learn True. in time. And the the means by which they learn it and carry that lesson with them mm -hmm. will structure the person they become. Yeah. Of course, when I was 21, I wanted a Wrangler really bad. I'm glad my parents said no. <laughs> Looking back, the thing would have been a tonal shitbox. And now they're a very resellable shitbox, but they're still freaking piles of crap. Um... Lucas Cannon, this may be our last one. I'll do a it's refresh. Not. It's not okay. Yeah. Hey guys, either you ever read or have an opinion on Zen and yeah, this question again. Zen in the art of motorcycle maintenance. Yeah, I threw that book across the room. Uh, it. It's 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 the guy just sucking his own dick for a while. It, it it's it, it reads like a pretentious Reddit post, 
like a guy, I know everything about motorcycles, and here's a list of the reasons how people got it wrong, and this guy chipped the fin, and I shinned something with a beer can. Look how great I am, and my kid's an idiot, and I'm going on a road trip with this kid, and he's whining and complaining the whole time, and I'm such a good, I'm, see, because he's, because he's complaining, and I'm not, that means I'm tough, and my son's a wuss, and the whole trip is this guy, you know, talking about how spiritual he is as he drags his kid along for this cross-country motorcycle trip and the kid's just whining and complaining. Yeah. Because, like, what kid... But When you're little, you're freezing and cold on the back of a motorcycle. You're not really knowing what what you're in for it's like taking a kid to the ice capades or something like that yeah it's just a bunch of twirling fart knockers <laughs> that's a phrase i have used twirling fart knockers <laughs> it's it's <laughs> twirling fart knockers yeah. around on the ice and mm, <laughs> i think that like I heard that on like Beavis and Butthead back then, like Mike Jesus. Possibly twirling fart knockers. I'm gay, so I can say the term fart knocker, so I don't worry about it. <laughs> um uh another kind of hands-on philosophy book I've heard is How to Keep Your Volkswagen Alive by John Muir. Huh? Like famed naturalist John Muir. Is that like the book on like how to work on a Volkswagen bug? I've I've heard of that Volkswagen one if it's the one I'm thinking of. And yeah, is that in the art of motorcycle maintenance? Neil Pert tried to write a book like that. On drumming? <laughs> no, he rode his motorcycle up to like Alaska. Oh, you're talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had the book for a while. I think someone lent it to me. And then like, of course, his story was like a guy with an unlimited bank account takes a motorcycle road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the term twirling fart knocker shouldn't, or the term fart knocker and still in itself should go away. I guess it's like burned into my brain from being a kid in the eighties. Mm. and 90s get bent uh six dollars 90 cents says sinus headache tension what kind listen to your body dude thanks yeah because you were mentioning a headache earlier normally um i mean i don't know uh i always get sinus well because i have bad allergies like year-round allergy bullshit which is a really fun problem to have when you're a hypochondriac in the midst of a pandemic but um I don't know. Just Listen to your body. You might as well have just told me to count my blessings. When has that ever worked? I mean, yeah. Count I mean, your blessings. Fuck you. Well, no, not <laughs> counting the blessings. It's, 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 it's well, listening to the body. Look, it's like, well. See how, like, here, here's someone who's, like, pissed off about something, and you say, you shouldn't be pissed off. Okay, thanks for that great advice. You get to go home and finger yourself. <laughs> Well, I mean, people mean well, they really do. And my thing is just that, like, I don't know, like listening to my body, my body lies a lot, you know? It's yeah. Like, and, um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I guess counting the blessings is a way of saying that, uh, may whatever you have be enough. I'd almost rather them say, 
enjoy your white privilege. At least that, at least that <laughs> a phrase like that has a point and is directed at something. Yeah. Count your blessings. Oh, great. I learned that in Sunday school. Yeah. Forrest Hibbelibbert doesn't have a question. Thank you for your donation. I appreciate it. Forrest Hiddlebert again says, would you ever review a car multiple times for fun? Yeah, well, not really. We did it like once or twice. We had something really important to say, but generally no. Yeah, no. Once it's done, it's done. I might do like an update on my Mustang, but that wouldn't be a review. That would just be kind of like, why on earth am I still driving this $4,400 yeah. uh, like muscle car yeah. that doesn't even have V8 in it? All the other YouTube people buy really expensive things. Your car was what? 40? 4,400. 4,400. I talked him down from 45. <laughs> <laughs> My car was 5,500 and I offered five even. I drove a $5,000 13 or 14-year-old Subaru. Why have anything else? Yeah. Why, why have a modern car? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like I like a, like a the video that's coming out next Monday. Like there's a bit in it where the guy's just complaining about how he has to go through three menus to decide to tell the car to blow air out of the floor or out of the vents or out of the upper vents. And it's like that is so dumb. Like you have to navigate away from your media player to go to your HVAC menu and then hit another button. It's like trying to show. It's like how it's like trying to show a boomer how to operate the tv now yeah like if, oh, when, if you get them a smart tv and it has the big remote with like 90 percent of the buttons you will never use um but the only ones you really need are volume channel and the input button for hdmi oh and i guess power but yeah. like but what's hdmi can don't i just have the coaxial it's just like i don't know oh, yeah. it's, my dad has the one now that has the button that you can speak into and just say the channel and that's how he, he, all he wants to do is just watch CNN. Yeah. My dad loves, it's time for the news. It's time for the nightly news mm. and the daily news <laughs> and the news. And the midday. It's news. like MSNBC. He likes to watch the stonks. And then he also likes to watch the news. Now the weather channel, all the weather channel is now is like hurricanes blowing away poor people's homes. Yeah. That's the weather channel. There needs to be like weather channel classic. Like there was VH1 classic. I mean, can you just get that on YouTube though? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Much old. Man, what would you do if you had a DeLorean that could go back in time? Tape old weather channel <laughs> from 1994. <laughs> yeah. And just put it up on YouTube and be a billionaire. <laughs> Acoustic theory just says I poop. As do you, as do I, as we all poop here on the day of the Lord. As he descended from Mount Olive with the toilet paper, to which Abraham proclaimed, I am the beaver, and you clean me too. Yea, said the Lord, and they walked to Bethany, and on the way they saw the goodly wife, of her Shemeshad and her sister, also named her Shemeshad, and they did bathe in the bathroom together where they looked at their dicks, <laughs> <laughs> but did not stare too long, as that was not written in the sacrament of Noah. <laughs> 
where they said, don't look at your dick too long <laughs> or else it'll turn petrified and you'll get too hard like Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Chew's missing out. Not I know, right? You got to sponsor us. Yeah. Uh, Deftones fan, 18s or uh, Deftones fan, 867. With the triple six says East, East Oklahoma has mountains, but the state still sucks. That sucks. Hope you're doing well with the snow and the prairie. Yes. <sighs> Thoughts and prairies. That was it. I felt like there was a super chat in there somewhere asking about what our favorite come town bit is. Uh, yeah, they asked, and my favorite is St. Augustine. Oh, followed by Biden, followed by when they, whenever they talk about high school, like high school and elementary school, yeah. those stories are great. No, mine are Gay Christopher Walken, <laughs> King of the Hill, and um, the 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 Wahlbergs, like the the four brothers, but <laughs> they keep adding brothers. It's like eleven brothers. You got Donnie. Are you telling people? Are you on a secure line mm -hmm. when you're talking about this, bro? Mm -hmm. Because Donnie's smarter than me. Mm -hmm. He said he came in here one day. He was like, "What? What about eleven brothers?" <laughs> I'm like, "What if eleven brothers were twelve brothers?" Uh -huh. I'm like, "What? Man, you can't be. Uh, you gotta be careful. You never mm -hmm. know who's hearing you saying this." <laughs> but yeah, and that was also a relative like an Instagram post that you know, uh, Mark Wahlberg had made of, you know, waking up, well, waking up, working out, <laughs> hashtag U.S. Army, hashtag U.S. Navy. <laughs> like he tagged all the branches of the military for no reason. Yeah. It's just kind of, yeah. Um, I don't people know. People saying, are you coming back to Canada? You know, we were in Canada last year, I think, or the year before. They're not going to be letting Americans in Canada no, for a while. Not. <laughs> Americans are going to get go nowhere. More so, though. New Zealand, they only had to wear masks for two months. They're done. Yeah. They're just done. There's no more virus in New Zealand. Hey, they're they're just partying down there, having a grand old time. They said they, they can travel freely in between Australia and New Zealand, but when you come back to New Zealand, you, they're, they're still making people quarantine in like this special hotel oh. for two weeks. But you, But that's on your dime. So it's like you can leave and come back, but it's according to Juliet, it's like a thousand bucks. You're holed up in a hotel for a week, which doesn't sound bad for me. Like if it's a sweet ass hotel, like resort, I can pass as long as there's a gym, I can pass two weeks. Yeah. It's going to be like, okay, we're just going to work out for two weeks. It's going to be like training. Yeah. It's going to be awesome if they have a, they probably won't let you swim in the pool. Probably not. Maybe they wouldn't let you go in the gym anyway. Mm. If you'd be held up in a hotel room, that'd be suck. That'd be suck. RCR Toronto was an amazing night. Yeah, thanks for yeah, coming well, for that. Wonderful. Very lovely. All right, guys. All right. This has been two hours. Uh, yeah, thank man. you for listening to the Regular Cars podcast. I appreciate everybody coming on, even if I've been cranky tonight. It is what it is. I'm going to feel like a million dollars after the new year because I knew like the new project car would be growing closer and closer. You know, once I get some, once I, once I go skiing at least once, talk about first world problems. I'll feel better once I go skiing. Mm. So, yeah, enjoy my walk. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, 
So thank you for everybody who donated to the uh, the super chat. Uh, I look forward to when all this is over. Australia gets priority over everything else. That's the first place we are going um, when Americans can go internationally again. We will go to Australia. As far as when we'll be able to go and not have to quarantine for two weeks, well, that's really down to Moderna and Pfizer. We ought to have like a just a stonks podcast <laughs> where we just talk about securities. That'd be something to talk about. Maybe next time it's just us looking at our phones, talking about the talking about who's doing what. Yeah, I could just swear the entire time. Um, as far as domestic travel, um, the new car is I will be in Atlanta. Um, uh, meets would be, can't do them, honestly. Yeah. You can't have gatherings, I'm sorry. And um, also, it's like... Um, and I'm not taking all my gear with me yeah, to no. to uh, to Atlanta. I mean, I'll take a GoPro. That'll be pretty much it. And there's um, also, uh, you know, Wichita, Hoovy, standing offer. Oh, we have a standing offer from Hoovy? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he mentioned it in... Uh, you know, um, in getting back to me about the Christmas music video. And oh, okay. Yeah, it's very nice of him. Was that in an email? Yep. If you remember, just forward that to me. Yeah. I don't even know what his email is. Um, Brett Stevens says, yeah, VinWiki, while you're there. Yeah, Ed, uh, Ed doesn't have, like, DM on any of his stuff. But I did send Ed uh, a message on Telegram. Telegram. What am I talking about? Instagram. How much he checks it, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that was four hours ago. I sent a DM through Instagram to Ed from VinWiki. and just said, hey, you know, I'm going to be in Atlanta either in January or February, depending on, you know, when this car arrives and when it's sorted. I'll be happy to come by. Um, new car from Japanese Classics around around Toyota Celsius. I mean, it's it's pretty much it's pretty much like a is it a Lexus LS four hundred underneath or is a Celsius different? What do they want for it? Eleven thousand, not too bad. I think it's more of a nine thousand dollar car, but you know, whatever. So, uh, thank you to everybody who donates to our Patreon. You're allowing RCR to exist as a much larger channel than it is. Uh, thank you to everybody who's listening to Nick's Christmas album. Yes, and thank, uh, you. thank you to everybody who uh, who bought the song. Yeah. Thank, thank you everybody to everybody who watched. Yeah, no, because thank I mean, absolutely. Thank you. Because uh, basically, um, again, it allows me to give back to my community um, in, in the form of the food banks. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate like literally every purchase stream, anything. Um, so I get to give back in a good way for the holidays um and so yeah thank you so much all right people are saying juan and, and les said uh or uline said the celsius is an ls 400 okay sweet um but with like tons more options that's cool <laughs> your voice doesn't really match your appearance i thought as i lost my hair my, my voice sounded more like what i look like mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. um what else we have a Christmas special that will drop on Christmas Day. So if some of you guys are, uh, you know, isolated away from your family on Christmas morning, don't worry. Uh, 
we got a present for you. Yeah. Uh, very unusual vehicle. We'll say that, uh, dropping on uh, Christmas as well as a, uh, a, uh, nice homage to another YouTube channel in it. Um, thanks to, uh, um, oh, I, I think I need to cut that video again. Well, I'll just, I'll have a link in the description. Uh, it, it was done by visual inclination, uh, Ivan Verlan in it. Uh, so yeah, sorry, John, you're, you're coming into the stream as we're leaving. This will be up on uh, iTunes and all the other usual podcasting places, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, wherever, tomorrow, either tonight or early tomorrow. Um, so be on the lookout for that in case you missed this mm -hmm. and want to be able to do this on the road when or listen while you're in gyms that aren't open. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, um, thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, I am Nick. I'm Brian. Have a great uh, rest of your week, everyone, and stay safe in the storm and all that if you're in the places that are getting hit by snow. Mm -hmm. So, All right. Have a good night. Bye. Night. Is it ending? My screen is... My screen is stalling. Yeah, it's not ending, is it? I'm doing the Alex Wright dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ending. <laughs> I clicked end stream and it's not ending. Uh, I mean, you can just close the window. Yeah, I can just close the window.